Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minutes, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco and Kyle. Yes, sir. An award, sometimes called a distinction, is something given to a recipient as a token of recognition of excellence in a certain field. When the token is a medal, ribbon, or other item designed for wearing, it is known as a decoration. Thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> I, I, I went to find I was decoration. Like, okay, awards. A decoration. Yes, de- yeah. you know, d- decorated. You yeah. can hear the term decorated soldier. Right. Like, that's why. Um, okay. History of awards. It kind of can go back to ancient times. I mean, Romans would erect statues or columns or arches, and these would all be in particular, uh, you know, awarding of distinction to various gladiators, soldiers, all different types of, of people, for mostly for brute tasks of, of strength or in battle. Um, in the United States, uh, the Presidential Medal of Freedom and the Congressional Gold Medal are the highest civilian awards uh, here in the United States. If you went to the world and said, well, what's the biggest award the globe gives? I think you would say it's the Nobel Prize. Mm. I mean, that's I think that's pretty much understood. Um, and that is named after Sweden's Alfred Nobel. He was a chemist, engineer, inventor and entrepreneur. People probably know the story. One of his inventions was dynamite. And as a result of that, he felt that he wanted he realized that dynamite would be used for ulterior purposes uh, instead of just moving mountains and other things. And so he wanted to uh, recognize the advancement in uh, very good uh, life giving pursuits. And that's how we have the Nobel Prize. So it's about a, a person who made weapons and later half of his life trying to do something different, pivoting uh, and trying to redeem all the terrible things. That. I don't know why you think that would be relevant to an Iron Man conversation. Wow. I, you. OK, here we are. The final <laughs> minute of, of and it is really for the we'll explain. Do you realize the synergy? Like you, I didn't even have to do anything else. I was like, here, let's see, let's throw these dots out and let's see what happens. And boom, there we are. Yeah, Done. look at that. Because here we are at minute one seventeen wow. of Iron Man two, and this is the last minute of the filmed portion of the movie. From here on out, it's credits, and then there's a little post credit thing kind of happening down there. But like, this is the actual end of the Iron Man two. Like, this is where Iron Man 2 comes in. The post-grad scene sets up another movie, but this is the end of the story for Iron Man 2. If you break it up for us, 118, there's a second of... Yeah. of but it doesn't matter. Yeah, but we thought thing. we would just roll it in and to no. this one because, you know... Exactly. Yeah, like 10 frames, whatever it is. Right. It rolls right. over into the next one. Um, so here we are. Uh, minute 117 of Iron Man 2, 2010, directed by John Favreau. Uh, we are in the end of... End of everything. No, at the end of uh, uh, Tony Stark's debrief by Nick Fury, and so at the at the at minute one sixteen ended, Tony Stark agreed to take on the consultant job that he was being offered in this Avengers Initiative thing that I'm sure will just fall apart instantly. But he wanted a favor, so now we get to find out what that favor was. So Tony says, "Rhodey and I are being honored in Washington, and we need a presenter." And Fury says, "I'll see what I can do." Uh, and so that is a picture wrap on Samuel L. Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. That's it. That's it. He's done. That's his last shot for Iron Man 2. Uh, he gets to go home and look at the vast amount of films that he has improved just by showing up. 
Sam Jackson. The first person to sign a nine-picture deal with Marvel, which just seems like an insane thing to do at the time, Jeez. but has paid off very well for him. So we love Sam. Uh, he's 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 great in this, uh, and he like he's I think isn't he the most bankable star in Hollywood? Because like the the oh, stuff yeah. he's been in has been like always yeah. in the the top twenty. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. Uh, but yeah, so it's interesting that Tony doesn't specifically say what he wants, but Nick already knows exactly what he's going to do. That's you the know? implication, right? Like, yeah. I just, I, I know what you, I know what you're talking about. Right. Sure. The presenter <laughs> raises eyebrows, dot, dot, dot. And Nick's like, yeah, yeah, I got it. But interestingly, uh, according to the uh, Marvel timeline, this conversation, like the, the word thing happens like three hours later. So, like, it's that fast that Nick is able to wrangle this thing and do it because this is later that same day, supposedly. This is the presentation. Like, that's why he's there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I Once would again, not have thought that. Right. I know. It's like, I, I, I don't, they, they guys, those guys are really good at doing their homework and figuring this kind of stuff out. I would not have said that either. But according to the, if you go by their, them as the timeline, then yeah, this is later that same day. Uh, but before oh, that God. happens, then we get to hear uh, a familiar riff start playing. Because it's Akadaka, that's right, ACDC's Highway to Hell uh, starts playing. So John Favreau in the commentary talked a little bit about this, and he said that he wanted to use you know ACDC in in, the, in this movie specifically to have those those kind of couple moments, and he actually got to meet them to talk to go about it. So when he through the management stuff, he actually sat down with a couple. I think Angus and I can't remember who else it was. He said um, sat down and had a conversation uh, about having the movie in there, and it turns out that they didn't know that ACDC music was going to be in Iron Man. Like, it was one of those things they did it through the record company or whatever. Management signed off and allowed him to use the song, but the actual band had no idea. So they went to see the movie and were like, hey, that's our song. And they thought it was so cool that in this really cool moment, their song is playing. And so they're like, yeah, all right. And so he said, but so he's like, when they came time to have this conversation, they're like, no, that'd be great. Yeah, do whatever you want. We thought you were great then. So good. You want two? Sure. We can give you two songs. Like they were super cool. About it. And, and John Favreau was just over the moon because he's been a ACDC fan. He's seen them live a bunch of times. He's been like one of his favorite bands since he was a kid. So it was a dream come true for him. Can I, can I tell you this though? As everyone knows, that's cool in a story of musical artist, some other tor- type of genre that wants to use their music. Yeah. That's a happy ending. Yes. Yes. It usually <laughs> like, does not go that way. Because it usually doesn't. Have, I thought, you know, I mean, thank goodness. Thank you, ACDC. Right. On behalf of everyone who's a fan yes. of these movies. For those about because, to rock. Right. Salute. But I mean, because it could have gone with, yeah, so we heard about this and we went yeah. and saw the movie and it sucked. Yeah. And we said, <laughs> like, no way. You better add a couple zeros to that check, Mr. Hollywood. Tell you, Death Leopard. Come on. We know there's a whole story about, I say that. <laughs> Do you know the story? There's about a Rock lot of, of bands. A- well, no, like Def Leppard refused to have their stuff in the Broadway version of Rock of Ages. Oh, interesting. And they were just like, no, I think I have the story right. If I'm wrong, sorry, Def Leppard, because I love Def Leppard. <laughs> and then when they did the movie version, which don't, don't waste your time, but <laughs> um, all apologies, Mr. Cruz. But uh, yeah, then they're in it because they were like, oh, it's a movie now. Sure. Put our, movie, <laughs> put our music in that. No. <laughs> Crying out loud. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, this this song "Highway to Hell," uh, Australian rock band, of course, ACDC, mm-hmm. yep. opening track of the 1979 album. I've always wondered 
what? So is this just a song about the road to damnation? Like, right. what is it about? Or is it just like the there's a the, a town they don't want to go to, and they think of it as like like oh I don't want to oh don't take me back to Perth whatever it well, is. Well, no, I don't know what. I don't know what. So, <laughs> so I didn't know this. The song is referring to the 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 trials and tribulations of touring as a band. Oh, right? yeah, that makes so, sense. Right, I mean, totally understood. It's ACDC's the, version of "Wanted, Dead or Alive." The only other, that's the first touring song yes. I could think of. Uh, and the the inspiration for this was the Canning. I think I have that's the pronounced right. Canning Highway, which uh, connects the Perth Kiawana Freeway. Oh my god! <laughs> it just its, threw Perth out there. I had no idea it was actually yes, going to be relevant <laughs> to its Port Fremantle, and was home to many of their favorite pubs and hotels including the Raffles Hotel. So the idea is, yes, the highway to hell was the place where they would go to unwind after the yeah, yeah. craziness of touring. There you go. Well, it all connects. Okay. Uh, so then we touch. I, I don't know why. It's an awesome song. I don't know why it's relevant here. Like why, why during the metal ceremony is highway to hell playing? But okay. I mean, it's still cool. Well. Okay. All right. Let go ahead. Me, let me espouse. Here, let me do this. The idea is that, well, first of all, it's just cool because that first riff, you know what that is. And it just sounds mm-hmm. it's badassery. So fine. Yeah. Here's the deal. Tony is a narcissist. What way do you grow as a narcissist? You get you get awarded a medal by the person <laughs> like one of your mortal enemies that you've seen at the beginning of the movie. So, hey, Tony, if you continue down this route, guess what? Not good. <laughs> That's the first thing. Second thing. Uh, did I already mention it? It sounds cool. It does, it does sound cool. <laughs> That's all. Uh, because then it immediately cuts to Senator Stern. That's hey! right. It's Gary Shandling. Uh, so he says, like, through gritted teeth, oh, uh, it is my honor to be here today <laughs> to present these distinguished awards to Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes and Mr. Tony Stark, who is, of course, a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just love the fact they brought this was uh, additional photography so this was like a thing they, they an idea they came up with after the movie had been shot oh okay so they were yeah. like oh you know what would be really funny is if we you know and so they had called Gary Shandling hey can you come do one more day uh, and so they brought him back out and you know shot this thing which is it was just it really is very very funny like when they that shot as soon as they cut to him it always gets a laugh of like him oh, up yes. on the podium you're like oh Oh. Well, wait. How was the movie going to end? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, be, I I can't think it would end with the him and Nick Fury talking. Well, no, that would, because that's I would guess not... maybe him driving off into the sunset, like you know, like he hops in his Audi and like waves as he's like going down the. No, that's the next movie. Driving into Jersey. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm looking ahead. The... <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> well, that I wonder what the plan was before yeah. this because this is perfect. Like, right? what are you? Okay. Maybe it ended on the roof. Oh, maybe. Well, based on that deleted scene, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't be a surprise. Okay. This is way better. Now, let's just say politicians, okay? Uh Uh-huh. What I love about this is, hey, listen, if you're a politician, you know this. You get handed a lot of things to speak, to say. Yeah. And you don't necessarily agree with all of them. Yeah. That's awesome. I I remember there's an episode of West Wing where they were going, they're supposed to be speaking to, I think, Trout Fishers of America or something. (laughs) And they had a speech written out, uh, which had an opening line about where they were. And it got moved indoors because of rain. 
And so then, as as the president is going up to speak, uh, the speechwriter Sam Seaborn goes, "Oh, I just I I forgot I was supposed to do something." And they're like, "Oh, what?" He's like, "Oh, it doesn't matter," because they're like, "Oh, the president's a, a he's a he's a polished speaker. He can he can." improv on the fly and so he's in this 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 closed ballroom he says up there and goes as i look out on this magnificent vista <laughs> oh bartlett yeah. come on <laughs> just, just no sometimes you shouldn't let bartlett be bartlett yes on the napkin that's right so no like i love gary shieling oh just delivers yeah. all of this so great because yeah. he's 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 a in this position he is a person who normally would be able to hide all of his disdain and uh-huh. cannot. <laughs> you know, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think from this moment, this is where he joins Hydra. Oh. Because of this. Because Nick spoiler. held it over him, but he's like, spoiler. oh yeah, spoiler for yeah. If you oh, like like then wow. like and then basically Jasper Sitwell came to him and be like, so uh I don't really like Nick Fury either. I have there's some friends of mine who also don't like Nick Fury. Maybe we should have a conversation with them and and yeah, we'll see about getting your re-election campaign funded too. See? Oh, interesting. Hubris, narcissism, right? all those it's things. Like, it don't get you. He gets you in the end. That's that's the issue. That's why yeah. the song's playing. That's, that's why true. all this goes down. <laughs> oh, geez. So then we we cut to him actually pinning the medals on. So he first, of course, is uh, Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes, Rhodey. So he says, "Thank you, Lieutenant Colonel, for such an exceptionally distinguished performance. You deserve this." And he seems sincere about it. Like, you know, like, like yeah. Senator Stern is actually saying this. And so Rhodey says, thank you, sir. We get a close-up of him putting it on. And as we got that close-up, I was like, wow, he's got a lot of decorations, as you mentioned before. I'm like, what are those? So I went online and found someone has actually gone through and listed what all of Rhodey's personal decorations are. Oh, uh, and wow. they haven't even broken down. So there's there's personal unit awards, service awards, campaign and service medals, service training and marksmanship awards, foreign awards, and other accoutrements in what they call the fruit salad. That's what the, a lot of right. they can call all that oh, in yeah. there. So here here's what all of them are. Now, obviously, I only found a single source for this, so I'm not going to say that this is 100% what it is. But I right. do like the fact that someone took the time to actually go through and see what these are. So... Under his personal decorations, Rhodey has the Defense Superior Service Medal, the Bronze Star, Meritorious Service Medal with two Bronze Oak Leaf Clusters, third award, I'm not sure what third award means, Air Medal with one Bronze Oak Leaf Cluster, second award, maybe it's maybe if you've gotten it multiple times, like he's gotten the Meritorious Service Medal three times, so he got the medal, then he gets one Oak Leaf Cluster, then he gets a second Oak Leaf Cluster? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, so the Aerial Achievement Medal with two bronze oak leaf clusters, that's his third award, the Joint Service Commendation Medal, and the Air Force Commendation Medal with one bronze oak leaf cluster, second award. So then his unit awards, he has the Joint Meritorious Unit Award and the Outstanding Unit Award with two bronze oak leaf clusters, third award. For his service awards, he has the Combat Readiness Medal with one Bronze Oak Leaf Cluster, second award. His campaign service medals, he has the National Defense Service Medal with one Bronze Service Star, second award. The Armed Forces Expeditionary Medal, the Southwest Asia Service Medal with one Bronze Service Star, the Iraq... 
Campaign Medal with one Bronze Service Star, the Global War on Terrorism Service Medal, and the Armed Forces Service Medal. <laughs> I, know, I know, but this he's a highly decorated, and these are the decorations that he is highly sure. decorated with. The Service Training and Marksmanship Awards. He has the Air Force Overseas Long Tour Service Ribbon. The Air Force Longevity Service Ribbon, which he's gotten four times. The Air Force Training Ribbon. For foreign awards, he has the Kuwait Liberation Medal. That's interesting. So he served during in Kuwait, so Desert Storm or Desert Shield. Uh, and then for his other accoutrements, and this is finally the end of the list, people, is the Command Pilot Badge and the Master Acquisition and Financial Management Badge, which, wait, what? Wait, yeah. <laughs> That's the other one. They're like, oh, hold on. So... He balanced the books, and so he gets a medal for that. I, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. So somebody could, if you if you have this medal, let me know what it's for. I, I don't want to disparage it when it turns out it's really, really hard to get. But sometimes when you look at the versus the Kuwait Liberation Medal, having the financial management badge next to it seems a little like, oh, so... You just, did you just need to fill out the set? Like you just had like one like one Lego brick missing. You needed well, to, money is important. So it's true. I mean, it is very not, important. Yeah. So maybe that's yeah. Maybe he, maybe he balances Tony's books. Who knows? Jeez. <laughs> so uh, so that, those are so those are Rhodey's decorations. Now, one thing I, I'm not sure people know is when you see the fruit salad, and this is on the dress uniforms of of military personnel. Every single one of those is an actual medal. So, and I only know this because when I was, when I was watching this, I remember my, my dad has his medal from service in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. When you are awarded it in the presentation box, you are given the actual medal and the small ribbon version of right. just the ribbon that is attached to the medal so that you can add it to your fruit salad yeah. that you know is then for your dress. I don't know. A lot of people realize that like that's every single one of those ribbons. That's because it is the, it is the, just the mini version of the full medal. It, obviously, you can you can see images. There are some military units all throughout the globe. Yes, people really like wearing all their medals. Uh-huh. It, it gets a it gets a little crazy. And plus, you, you'd walk with a limp because it would yeah. be very heavy. Um, but no, that's just really neat to see this. And then the the medal he's given. Do you know what what's the actual the the one that Rhodey gets? The actual medallion? I'm not sure. I, I think it's one of those, but I, yeah. I'm not sure. It's, but then what would happen is that eventually, if he wanted, he would then be given it so that he could add just that red and white ribbon to the fruit salad. Yeah. And that way, then he would have those all there. Um, yeah. No, this is cool. And yes, Stern is. He seems very uh, sincere. Yeah. With the when he steps over to Tony, he seems mm. less sincere about it. Uh, so he says, Mr. Stark, thank you for such an exceptionally distinguished performance. And then take a pause and he says, you deserve this. And then he pins it on him, but it seems like he doesn't do a very good job of pinning the metal on him because it seems like the pin goes all the way into Tony's skin, like through all, all this stuff, right in through past his jacket, past his shirt, past you know, his undershirt, like right into the thing. Cause then Tony like actually winces and then he says, Oh, sorry. Funny how annoying a little prick can be. Isn't it? <laughs> and then, and then, Pauses us. Let's get a photo, and then he turns and stands and puts his arms around both of them. I well, I remember seeing this the first time, and uh-huh. I found this as everybody I'm sure does. This is absolutely hilarious because it kind of comes out of nowhere. Like you yeah. don't expect this. Like you because you, you don't expect that word used right in this yeah. movie. Like I mean, that's not because again they're they're gearing for a certain audience. 
You don't expect it. You wonder how does Stern get back at him or will he, right? Because like right. he's obviously uncomfortable. You can see he's kind of you know uh, surly about all this. And to get that line in and to kind of humble Tony a little bit, because mm-hmm. Tony, you can tell, is just like, oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah. That was good. That oh, was very well done. On that one. Yeah. Yeah. Very well played. Just to note on the the medal that Tony gets when you see it uh, sort of as Stern is taking it, this is the Distinguished Service Medal from the United States Army. It is presented as now it's presented to soldiers who have distinguished themselves by exceptional meritorious service to the government in a duty of great responsibility. Hmm. That's interesting that this is the one. It's different. It's different than the one than, than Rhodey gets. Yeah. But you can absolutely see that um, if you freeze frame it, that is the medal. It's basically uh, looks like the insignia of the United States Army with the um, eagle and the sh- American shield in front of it in gold. It is encircled with a blue enamel, um, just a, basically just a border. And it says for distinguished service. Uh, and it usually has the date. I don't know what the date is. It's in Roman numerals. But uh, this was established in uh, 1918, and it was first awarded on January 12th of 1918. So it's been an award for over 100 years. Hmm. So is this something that the military is giving to Tony? So like this isn't an award from the president, right? Yeah, that's the so that's the question, right? I mean, like, yeah. and I'm wondering, I think. And I could not find, we both checked, could not yeah. find the exact medal that Rhodey gets. Right. I would assume the one Rhodey gets is the Air Force. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the equivalent right. of that. Why he gets, you know, this very well could have been the Suprop Master, right? Yeah, this is right. what we're going to use. We need yeah. we need a medal. Yeah. yeah it looks <laughs> pretty much the same. Yes. Kind of different, I mean, And again, if we find, and if anybody finds anything out about that, right. we would love to know because. Yeah, we couldn't find it. Right. That's and that and so that is a that's a picture wrap on Robert Downey Jr., Don Cheadle, and Gary Shandling. So you know, that's that's their last that is their last shot. Uh, so I was as I was thinking as we get to the basically then it's just like the three posts for a photo. Uh, you know the the music you know kicks into high gear and then it ends. But um, I was curious about first lines last lines i'm always interested in like the first thing so i I went back so like the last line of this movie essentially then is oh sorry funny how annoying a little prick can be can't it let's get a photo (laughs) so i was like okay that's your last last line of iron man 2 what's the first line of iron man 2 so what i'm choosing for my criteria is first line said by a character in the movie so Technically, it starts out with the press conference from Iron Man 1, but I'm not counting that because that's all oh, okay. reused dialogue from there. So but by that qualification, the first line of Iron Man 2 is, Ivan, that should be you. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. We began with the press conference that ended the first movie. Right. We're ending with another press conference. Yes, we are. Adulation. Uh-huh. Earned or otherwise. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What did we begin with? One of and, the early episodes, The Fall of Tony Stark? I yeah. mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and also, uh, funny how annoying a little prick can be, can't it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Can I can I add about Gary Shandling just does a great yeah. job of this in that after he has, um, you know, basically he's presented both of them. He's gotten his dig into Tony. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the, you know, the consummate politician says when he says, let's how about a photo? 
he slips himself between the two of them. Yeah. They're not they're not moving out of the way for him. <laughs> he just slips in, gets his arms around him, uh-huh. and then he starts doing like the duck face pose, like, uh-huh. oh yeah, everybody. Yeah, let's get a picture. That's right. It's the, these but are my boys. It's me and Iron Man and War Machine. They're, no, these these are my guys, right? The politician. And, and then the best part is we we see this right as the end of the minute. Tony flips up the peace sign and uh-huh. <laughs> Gary Shanley gives this face like mm, <laughs> son of a gun oh it's, and then don Cheadle has he's not he's not smiling through any of this flashes finally a smile like way to go tony because <laughs> i hate this too <laughs> this is horrible oh there's so much just in a little in the little mannerisms of this that i i've always enjoyed when yeah. this movie ends i always have a smile on my face yes yeah, they do a nice job of that. It's like having you walk out like with a with a joke, you yes. know, as opposed to you know something dire and serious. And Kyle, I feel, I feel, I feel like I have more love for this movie now. More, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know there's some issues and stuff about the issues, <laughs> but I love it. All these little nuanced things that just add to the whole story. Tony Stark knowing this part of his journey and where it goes. Mm-hmm. I got to te- be honest with you. I teared up a little bit. Aww. These last couple minutes. I mean, I was just like, oh. Okay. Well, the, we are at the end of the, the movie. So Iron Man 2, the film, has come to an end. But the podcast is not oh, over no. yet. So we don't need to have our, our final wrap-ups, final thoughts, you know, looking back. Because no, we still no, no. have a lot of hardworking people uh, that uh, get their yes. names on screen. Even John Favreau talks about how uh, he, he used to be annoyed by watching credits go by. But then he, once he started making movies, he realized all these people worked really, really hard on this. And they deserve their, you know, whatever, five seconds on the screen. Uh, for doing the work that they do. And I will tell you, as everyone knows, you can't stop here because no one can make a list of names more interesting than us. <laughs> Ooh, interesting challenge. They no they, they did it in uh, the first season of Marvel Movie Minute. Uh, and then we sort of found something else fun to do uh, in the second season. So what's going to th- what's going to happen here uh, in minute one eighteen when we have no new footage to talk about? We're not. Gonna You're just going to have to tune in to find yes, out because the exactly. thing we're, we're get- is it a tease? Absolutely, it's a tease. Yes, uh, because the movie has come to an end. The podcast rolls on, and we still have some fun stuff planned. So stay subscribed because and, and don't forget. Uh, Far down, a little farther down the line, we still have uh, a, another thing to talk about because yes. uh, there's a, a post-credit scene. It, li- it literally is a post-credit scene, not a mid-credit scene. So we have to get through the credits so we can talk about that, and you don't want to miss that. Uh, so in the meantime, uh, as you're waiting, why not head over to Instagram? We have our own Instagram account at, at the next reel. We are talking about all the different shows that we're doing. Rob and I not only do this show, but we do have a couple other shows that we appear on. Uh, you can find out about all those appearances when you subscribe to us on there. And uh, we're trying to make it as visually appealing as possible to appeal to all of you fans of fine art in the, of the digital variety. Oh. We're trying to contribute our little part of it, too. So like at the next reel, subscribe. We guarantee we won't make your feed worse. Huh? Right? Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. So I'll be back here for a minute 118 when things are going to get, well, different. <laughs> Enough said. Bye. Bye.